each of the three Old Testament books of Exodus, Leviticus, and Numbers, God's numbering of his people is mentioned. While each record of numbering has a different perspective and emphasis, they all have much to do with our spiritual experiences today. This episode begins a new series entitled Being Numbered, with excerpts taken from a time of fellowship in Anaheim, California in April of 2009. In this episode, Brother Minoru Chen expounds the numbering in Exodus, which was based on redemption, and the numbering in Leviticus, which was based on consecration. A link to the full audio can be found in the episode notes. Well, the first thing I want to do today is to maybe adjust our concept a little bit. Um, when I was in uh, uh, Eastern Canada two weeks ago, and it sort of dawned on me, maybe it didn't dawn on me, I just have this thought. Um, we use this term young adults, right? Actually, I don't think many of you are that young. <laughs> you know, uh, we, interesting human beings, we um, um, esteem or evaluate ourselves according to our concept. You know, if you say, I'm just a little baby, you will start acting like one and really thinking you're one and eventually really believing you're one. All right? Um, So sometimes I think maybe even this word young adults may be a little bit limiting. Actually, to me, you know what is a young adult? An 18-year-old. Because he can vote. Uh, In this country, that's a young adult. Uh, 20-something, I think you can get away with it. 30-something, you're not a young adult. You are (laughs) middle-aged. You see what I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to make a point here. Brothers, you're not that young. You are of age. Don't, don't, don't think you're young. You are of age. Now, um, you know, Brother Lee, he used the word. Uh, he, um, um, he used his word is young people, middle age, and older saints. That's Brother Lee. You, you check, read his, his writings. When he says young people, he means college and junior high, well, junior high, high school and college. He lumped, he lumped them, young people. Today we say young people, we mean only junior high and high school. No, Brother Lee meant college. Maybe because he's older. Anyway. Then middle age, he meant when you're out of college. I shouldn't say middle age. He didn't use... Uh, there's one more thing here that, that I must put in. He called them working saints. Working saints, Not by age in this case, just by their, 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 their way they make, they live, right? Working saints. I don't know what working saints age is. I think encompasses a large, large age bracket, right? Uh, but anyway, working saints. But as far as age assignment is concerned, 
he just called middle age. After young people, that is. He just have middle age. What is middle age? I don't know. But I think in Brother Lee's dictionary, that middle age is before 40, not after 40. You know, until when? I don't know. It's hard to say. After that, he has older saints. What is older saints? I don't know. Anyway, older saints. Okay? So that, that's how Brother Lee cast uh, the, the various eight, uh, categories of saints in, in the church life. Well, um, I, uh, I would like to even just say this to all of you, that, brothers, you are adults. You're not just young adults. You are an adult. Now, uh, I like to today uh, say something that I've been speaking quite a bit, and the more I speak, the more I feel there's something here. I want to talk to you about the way God plays ages and the way God numbers people according to that. There's a lot of light here. Okay? Now, there are three books in the Old Testament, back to back, and that is Leviticus, excuse me, Exodus, then Leviticus, then Numbers. It just so happened that in all these three books, there is a particular numbering of people. Okay. Now, each book, as we have read the book, All Ages for God's Testimony, uh, has a different perspective or emphasis in its numbering. Nevertheless, it is a numbering. And also, whenever there's a numbering, age is inevitably involved. All right. The first uh, uh, um, uh, book on, on Exodus, that numbering was a general numbering of all males, no females. Of course, this has spiritual significance. All males in Israel, um, and that is everyone from age 20 and above with no cap. Okay. 20 with no cap. And this numbering, uh, they come up to 655,000 or some, some, some odd uh, people. The numbering for these people are to fight the warfare. Th- th- these are the fighters. Well, we all know that there's no cap because as long as you don't deteriorate, you can fight. So someone like Caleb, 85 years old, he was still fighting. No cap. Right Now, I don't know whether he is a working saint or middle age. I don't know what he is. Or old age, 85, to me, is old age. But he refused to be one, apparently. So he is still counted according to that counting. Now, I believe some that are not counted, even though they are not that old, simply because they have deteriorated. For example, if uh, figuratively speaking, if in those days you are on a crutch or on a walker, uh, I don't care what age you're in, you, you won't be counted because you can't fight. How can you go to the war in a walker? You, you can't do it. So the counting is on the one hand by age, on the other hand it's not by age. But nevertheless, there is that counting. Now, you have other time to study this. That counting is according to the principle of redemption. So in spiritual significance, that means all of us. Actually speaking, every single believer is numbered in redemption. 
everyone should count. There's not one believer that is not counted. If you're saved, you should be numbered to be a fighter. Sorry, in today's fallen, degraded Christianity, that is not the case. Only a few are doing the fighting. Most become the lay, you know what I mean, people. It is a degradation. In God's redemption, everyone should be a fighter. Everyone. Why? Because everyone whose number has to pay a tax. And that tax is called the expiation half shekel of a silver. Okay? And that payment is for their ransom. This means that what? You, you're, in your being number, you don't, pay, you don't get paid. When you get number, you pay. Very strange. You get the privilege to pay. Later on, that becomes the temple tax. Even the Lord asked Peter to catch that fish and get that coin and pay for you and pay for me. That's what it's for. Anyway, this is from the angle of redemption because Exodus is a book on redemption. That's why everyone who is redeemed, everyone is counted, everyone should fight. No, no, if you are saved, you have, you are numbered and you have to fight. Amen? Amen? I mean, right there, there's no choice. And you have to pay that tax, that shackle. That half shackle, of course, is the redeeming Christ, right? So that is for our expiation, for our uh, rep, uh, uh, reparation, for, for all the sin or for all the things that we have committed. That was for our atonement. So that is for expiation, right? That's, that's what it, it's expiation silver. So, brothers, I would like to first impress you Regardless of what, regardless of condition, if you're saved, you're numbered, and you have number, you have to fight. Amen. Then, in the second book, the book of uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Leviticus, in Leviticus, that numbering is different. That numbering is from the angle of, using Brother Lee's word, consecration. But in the, if you read the, the Bible, the word is um, uh, they use the word consecrate, but the word there is the word devotion, which is, which is a kind of consecration, a kind of vow, based on vow. That numbering, which is at the end, occur at the end of the book of Leviticus, showing that that is a conclusion of that whole book. Therefore, the whole book is about devotion. All the offerings, all the things are all about vows, about the children of Israel vowing, presenting, uh, um, uh, consecrating um, um, to God for God's service, right? For to satisfy, this is for God's satisfaction. All right. So in this numbering there, in this numbering there, um, it is a numbering uh, of according to consecration, and this consecration eventually, eventually determine the the valuation. The valuation, how much you, 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 you valued, okay? Well, I won't get in, not to expound this, but just to give you a kind of impression. That means what? That means, brothers, the first way thing, um, the first numbering is according to our salvation, our redemption. Everyone is numbered. But there comes a second numbering that is not according to salvation, but according to your consecration. And that consecration determines your value. You see, you see what I'm saying? 
So uh, th- this, this afternoon, I'm so happy to hear many testimonies, even by the brothers, on consecration. Yes, that is true. After you're saved, brothers, you have to consecrate yourself. And according to your, the level and the intensity of a consecration, you are thereby valued. If your consecration is so small, in principle, your value is so small to God. But if your consecration is so strong, so intense, so absolute, your valuation will go up. So, brothers, I would say these are days of consecration and re-consecration and re-re-consecration and re-re-re-consecration. Brothers, I would keep giving yourself to the Lord. Just keep giving yourself to the Lord. Morning, Brother Lee, say at the top of the hour, every hour, we should have a new consecration. You know, just like these Muslim uh, at the at the what hour they all have to take off their shoes and bow down to Mecca, right? In principle, at the top of the hour, we have to have a new consecration, just to keep our value, keep our value. Otherwise, we will suffer devaluation. You were so useful before, but because your consecration has drooped, has become what has dwindled, your actual actual valuation has dropped, in decline. So a, I tell you, that's why a consecrated believer is a useful believer, is a valuable believer. It's like, like, like Andrew said this morning, it is not about ability. It is not about gift. It's about absoluteness and faithfulness. If you are that way, right away your valuation will go up. This is surely our testimony. I really, really agree. Brothers, don't... don't not that there's no not such thing as gift and ability. There is, but they're relative. Five, two, one. They all get the same reward, didn't they? Am I right? God does not have a uh, God does not according to a graph. All right, that that will be really terrible. God graded us according to our what He has given to us, and one you know divided by one is one. Two divided by two is is one. Five divided by five is still one. So the reward is the same. God reward us according to what he has given to us. To more who is given, more is required. Less is given, less is required. We just need to be faithful to what he has given to us. By way of consecration. And consecration is the root of our faithfulness. If you are not consecrated, you cannot be faithful. You can try. But the real faithfulness comes from your absolute consecration. So, brothers, these days for, for the Lord's move among us with the, the new gen- generation rising up among you, I mean, this is so touching, your testimonies today, what the Lord is doing today. It's marvelous, marvelous. But, brothers, don't forget this. Consecrate. Just keep consecrating. I mean, there you consecrate, number one, yourself. Then you consecrate your animal. Then you consecrate your field. Then you consecrate your home. That means you consecrate everything. Give your wife, your kids, your house, your car, your job. Just keep giving it to the Lord. You know, you know let me tell you, your, this age, about 25 to 30 age, is a very critical age. This, how you live these years, in a way, determine how you live for the rest of your life. Now, you can change later on, but that change is difficult. If you live in an absolute way in these few years, 
the, the latter lives, you can be absolute. I wouldn't say no guarantee, of course. It's the Lord's mercy, depends on our faithfulness. But I would say it in terms of lifestyle, in terms of habit, in terms of a custom, in terms of a all of these things, these years are critical. Very, very critical. Okay? The post-college years. Okay? That's why you have to come to the full-time training. Because it starts you on the right foot to develop, supposedly, a certain kind of lifestyle. Right? That is how you should live for the rest of your life. Not just those two years at, on, at Ball Road. Okay. So that is consecration. And the valuation, I won't get into it. You know, uh, the, the male from 20 to 60. Now there's a cap, 60. 60. 20 to 60, consecration. You, you have value a certain way. If you're, you know, uh, 5 to 20, from 1 month to 5, uh, male, female. Okay, that's not my point. My point is the value. The word is value. Okay? Brothers, don't lose value. Lord Jesus, don't let my value droop in the presence of God. In fact, I want my value to increase, go up every year. Even every year when we see each other again, our value have all increased. Thank you for joining us today. To hear the complete recording and other messages, please visit livingtohim.com. If you would like to receive regular updates from us, please subscribe to this podcast and join our mailing list on our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, where our handle is at livingtohim.com.